Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. My next guest is one of the most recognisable faces in Irish politics. He's the scourge of some green politicians and a champion of rural Ireland. And he's here, Michael Healy Ray. Welcome to Dingle. Thank you very much, Bobby. And I, I must say to you, you're very welcome to Dingle. And of course, it's great to be here in Dick Maxon. But they're all saying about Dick Max now, it's a bit like uh, Barack Obama's pint glass that he drank out of. Everybody's coming in looking to drink out of the pint glass that Garrett Brooks drank out of. <laughs> Do you know what? It's all happening here. Tell me about, uh, about Dingle and its, its place in Kerry. It, it, well, it, it seems I suppose, to me to be a special well, place. What I think is so important about Dingle, and it's like places like Khmer that have evolved so much and that have come so far. And who's it down to? I'll tell you who it's down to. It's down to the people. Yeah. It's down to the people in business. It's down to the workers. It, the minute you come to, in, to, to Dingle, it's like a special place and you really feel comfortable. The, the, the quality of the food, of the hospitality. And you see, another beautiful thing about Dingle is they cater for all. Uh, out the road here, we have uh, world award winning guest houses that have won massive awards and the level of their accommodation, the standard is massive. The hotels, we have the Tomas Garvey, the Garvey Group, and all of the other people. And you see, but then there's also the more budget places if people want to, like, uh, you know, camping and all that sort of thing. And uh, so it caters for the different variety yeah. of pockets, which uh, is very important. And, and can I say that one of the things I think is special about it for me is that it's one of the reasons it's so nice is it's so far down. It's so far away yes. from urban population that it it's almost a destination but, worth traveling to. But there's one thing that you have to remember when you come to Dingle. The world doesn't stop in Dingle. You must keep driving then as well. Of course, you'll take in Dingle and all that has to offer, but you have to go back west and you have to go back to Belliferrather. You have to go back to Vintry. You have to go around Slayhead. And like that's like a world in itself. And again, there is great people back there pro providing a, a service that's second to none and a quality of life then for people that are lucky enough to live here. It's a beautiful place to live to people that come on holidays. It's a beautiful place to holiday. But they've done it themselves because and the fishermen of course have been awful important here because remember when there was nothing here yeah. before tourism ever came with the fishermen I saw all the fishing boats lined up outside yes. yesterday yeah no, and, and then we had the people who will say utilize the fact that fungi uh, may he rest in peace uh, that, that when fungi was here it was like an industry in itself and those boatmen as we'll say who provided a great service and so much uh, enjoyment to the people that came going out to see fungi they have now diversified yeah. and they're still it's a great place to come and go on boat tours so whether it's the people fishing whether it's the boatmen whether it's the tourism people everybody's working making a living and doing their best to improve every year Can I ask you one thing Michael do the Sort of Dublin 4 TDs who don't really understand rural Ireland, do they annoy you? Well, no, because you see, everybody that knows me knows that nothing really annoys me because the one thing from zero to 100, it's a very finite amount of time. I don't believe in wasting any of it. And the one thing that I'm not a cross person, I'm not a, a person who gets upset at what other people do. I just do my own thing and try to do my best. But if but, fellas are pontificating to you about what should happen in rural Ireland, they're talking about, you know, uh, uh, beef culling and culling herds and fellas who don't know anything to them 
about farm. Well, that must really it, upset it, you. It does really upset me. And you know, a funny thing about it is you can have what would call an urban TD who would still have their feet in the ground. Um, you might think I would have done this a long time ago, but I actually didn't. I, I just started reading in my spare time, which is usually literally in the middle of the night. I started reading a, a, an autobiography on Bertie Ahern. And you know, when you, when you size up Bertie Ahern's childhood, uh, he really was immersed in farming, believe it or not, yeah. right? Between going to Cork and his holidays in the summer and with his father uh, who worked in a farm above in Dublin. And I believe that one of the reasons why the people like Bertie who had connectivity was because he understood what farming was about. And other politicians did too, but we have a breed of politicians there now. And to be honest with you, they don't have a clue. And like, I know this program isn't to be political, but I, and I don't want to go naming people, but I put it this way. The main parties, as far as I can see, they've lost rural Ireland. They've lost the confidence of rural Ireland. And I don't want to be knocking anybody when they're not here to defend themselves. So on the other hand, they'd say, oh, but look, we, we came from an economic crisis and the pandemic and all that. But they're making very poor decisions that they don't need to make. I mean, it does not make any sense when today, over in Germany, the German government are opening the coal mines and we are telling people here, you can't sell a bag of turf from a petrol station in three weeks' time because it'll be illegal. Now, Bobby, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense that we took apart a, a, a peat briquette making factory, a plant, and it's set up now in a foreign country and they're exporting, sorry, we're importing bales of briquettes from there. But it really, we shouldn't really have this kind of urban-rural divide when we're looking at the country because, you know, each are important. People from Dublin or whatever come down here to Dingle, yes. they spend money, you know, they're, they're, we, but, we're all we're all interdependent yeah, but, on each but, other. But the people aren't the problem. This is the point. It's the politicians. Whatever happens to men and women when they go to Dalairn, it's like, do you remember the Incredible Hulk? I do. And he looked like a perfect normal person. And then a while later, he went green and he burst out of his shirt and his trousers burst open and he became this big giant of a man. When there's some politicians and they go through some sort of a, a, a change when they put on a suit and go to Dublin, they forget, like, why would they forget what it's all about. What it's all about is people living, people surviving. I'm dealing with people at the moment who are terrified of the ESB bill. Businesses, for example, in Kerry in recent days got a rate review. Now, I begged of government to put off that. It was put off in the past because of the pandemic and rightly so. But all of a sudden now, businesses in Kerry and other parts of the country got a review. And the, I, like, I'll give you some of the, 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 the changes. People with their rates gone up 30,000 euros. I know, imagine massive. if you were a restaurant at a pub and if you were told, well, now you have 30,000 more to come up with than before. Plus your ESB is doubled. Exactly. Plus you can't and, get staff. And the politicians should know that. They should be protecting people from that. They should realise that there's old people who aren't going to be able to retrofit their homes. They're, they should realise that there is people who have worked so hard to build up their farms and to get to, we'll say, the cow numbers or the sheep numbers that they're at. And they should be saying to those people, right, you worked hard to get where we are. We're not going to hurt you. Politicians' job should be to help you, not make you small, not put you down, not put more uh, cost and top of you. Politics is a kind of a cruel game, Michael, in terms of I, I, I often wonder why people like yourself would actually consider it as a career, consider it as a vocation. Why do you do it? 
I'll tell you why, straight up, because of people. I like people. I love doing my clinics. I come back, we'll say, for instance, we are here in Dingle now tonight, but like I have my night in what I call the Dingle Peninsula, and I go back west, I go over into Brandon, Clahan, Castle Gregory, and, and finish up uh, out in camp and all that side of the country. And like, that's one night. But the people you meet, the problems you encounter, and it keeps you grounded. Yeah. You understand in, if you go into a pub and if you meet a person who has a difficulty, and it mightn't be a person that came to see you at all, but when you're out and about, and it's the same thing in Scots every Saturday, or all the other clinics down in South Kerridin, and going down to Village Island, Carasivy and Waterville. It's so important, because you're hearing firsthand on the ground the issues that the people have. And does it ever wear you down, just listening to all, you know, that no. nine out of ten people you meet no. have a problem? No, everybody knows the only difficulty I have time to time, and I will admit that, is keeping my eyes open. I, I, because I don't sleep much. And you're like, aiming Ryan and yourself, if you couldn't likely well, to not. Well, well the funny thing about it is, I, I try to stay awake in the doll. Other people have a <laughs> bad difficulty with it. But no, the, the dealing with the people, like, and a problem shared is a problem halved. And I have to be honest with you, there is things you'd come across times. And they would be sad. Yeah. And when you're dealing with couples there, we'll say, for instance, that have might, might have children with challenges, and um, personal difficulties, health, of course, is so important. The reason I never turn off my phone is because you can have people with health issues. It can happen any hour of the day or night, and they need advice or guidance or assistance. I have a good handle on the, the health system, even though itself is an out-of-control monster, the HSE. But at the same time, you need somebody who's experienced in, like, you see, before I was ever a politician myself, I was, we'll call it my father's person on the ground for doing the clinics and all that. And uh, I got great training from Jackie Healy Ray, and I appreciate that forever. And he gave me an understanding that, and one thing that he always said, when you were at the clinic, you turn it around, and you're the person with the problem. And if they come in, and whether it's a small issue, it could be a hole outside in the road, or it could be a person with an awful life-threatening illness, turn it around, and you put yourself in their shoes and think what it would be like. And I think that's what keep you ground, keeps you grounded. It's you know? probably as well also the fact that you've never really known anything else in the terms yes. that you grew up with politics, you grew up with your, watching your father yes. sort out people's problems, and you... You know, you really just did as it, it, as you as was expected. It's a smart way of looking at it. I suppose I'll put it to this way. I couldn't imagine not being a politician. And for example, now tonight, um, I, I, I believe it or not, I'm taking a night off. And Go I'm, on. And, and I'm, I am myself and, and Eileen, we're going to Listoon Vanna tonight. And so, but I can guarantee you when I'll be in Listoon Vanna tonight, I will be meeting people and they'll be from Galway and they'll be from all over the country and they'll be telling me their problems. <laughs> and that's fine because I, I'll talk to the people because I like meeting people. But the one thing about it, which is the, the unusual thing, other people would say to me, oh, how do you stick that? But like, I couldn't stick it if it was any other way, because if they weren't telling me their stories, should there be something wrong? Let me finally ask you one thing. So you're bringing Eileen up to Listoon Varna. What does she say when she's meant to be going up there for the night and a night of fun and well, you're being hassled about potholes the, the, the and one, God knows what well, when, I'll give you the when you're meant to be giving her a night out? I'll give you the example. The people that are with me all the time, Paddy O'Callaghan from the Falto Hotel is with me here today. Everybody that goes places with me, they know that it's not like you're not yourself. You're, you're like, and I'm not being smart when I say this because I mean it and you know I mean it. When you're a politician, 
politician, you're a servant of the people. The day you don't want to serve the people, well, don't run anymore then. And if you're worried about yourself and if you want to have time to yourself, well, quite simply, don't run. Don't be a county councillor, don't be a senator, don't be a TD, don't be a minister. Yeah. Because if you're looking to get away from people or hide away from people or not be out there in the public, well, you shouldn't be involved in politics then. As long, and, and like the, the, the day I'd stop running is the day that I physically wouldn't be able to do it. But remember, the people are the bosses at the end of the day. There'll be an election coming. If they'll want to get rid of me and Kerry, they'll have an opportunity. If they want to keep me, they know what to do. I don't think there'll be any chance of that. So Michael Healy Ray, as always, pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for welcoming us into your patch. And uh, we're delighted to be here with you at the uh, food festival here in Dingle. And just one thing, when we're in the house, it's always nice to acknowledge your your hosts uh, to the people here in Dick Max to wish them a very good look. It was Absolutely. a massive boost, not just for this house that Garrett Brooks came here, but it was a boost for Dingle and for Kerry, because I always remember Kerry is the tourism capital of the world. You heard it here, folks. Michael Healy Ray, thanks a million. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.